Welcome to Sacred Magic. Violet is on a quest to bring sacredness back into our everyday experiences. Anyone can have an extraordinary life when they are able to tap into the sacred magic within. Violet and her guests will be sharing their divine passions, inspirations, and stories of connecting with their sacred magic. We are so happy you have joined us today. Let's get started with your host, the magical creator of Discover Your Spiritual Gifts, Violet Rain. Welcome everyone to Sacred Magic Podcast. I'm your host, Violet, Violet Rain, and my um, my guest today is Heather McCormick-Remy. And what Heather does is she's a psychic medium, holistic life coach, energy healer. She loves to help people connect deeply with the team and the spirit to create powerful changes in their life. And Heather actually holds monthly mediumship galleries at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. And she is also one of our readers that everybody seeks out when they can get sessions with her. They love to be with her. So I'm really excited to have her on our show today. Welcome, Miss Heather. Thank you, Miss Violet. It's a pleasure to be here with you. <laughs> I always love getting to spend time with you. I always love when we have an opportunity to catch up because, you know, she's as busy as I am, which says a lot. And so it we kind of cross paths every once in a while. It's like ships moving through the night. It's like, whoa, I get to see you today. I'm so excited to get to see you today. Yeah, absolutely. I was very excited to see you today, too. <laughs> you know, we are busy, but we always have fun somehow, mm -hmm. some way. We make it a priority, right? We do. We love to do that. So, Heather, talk to us a little bit about your spiritual journey. What got you to what you do today and why you're so passionate about it? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Um, so my spiritual journey had plenty of twists and turns, which I'm sure a lot of people can resonate with. Um, when I was a small child, I had imaginary friends that weren't really imaginary friends. You know, they were helpers and spirit and angels and and all of that, all of that help was always there for me. I always felt that connection, that, um, that deep love that was around me. But then at a certain age, I shut it off because it didn't feel safe. It didn't feel safe to be different. You know, I just wanted to, I wanted to fit in. I wanted to have community. And, um, you know, I, I think a lot of us get told that, you know, well, you know, you don't want to be different. You don't want to stick out. So I think that really, I really took that to heart and I kind of shut it down for, for a lot of years. I still felt a very strong connection to, to, um, higher power and always, always felt supported. Um, then as I went on my professional journey, so I got into restaurants and leadership and really helping people connect in with how to be the best leader they can be. 
And I'll tell you what, like every single person is a leader because you're either leading yourself or you're leading your children or, or you're leading, you're leading a group, but you are making decisions. And so helping people really step forward into leadership and being really heart centered while they do that was always something that I was really passionate about. And, um, I always had a really strong intuition. So even though I shut down, I, I said no to the guides and angels for a bit. My, my inner guidance was always there. And I tell you what, when I was getting ready to step in a not, not great direction, I would get lit up like no one could believe and go, oh, no. I'm actually not going to do that. I'm actually going to go this way, you know? So even when, even when I did shut it down, it was still right there for me. Um, as I progressed in leadership, I, the, the guidance just kept on getting louder and louder and louder because it was really time for me to step forward and be more of myself. I got, it got suggested that I go into energy healing. So I started with that and that felt pretty safe for me. It wasn't stretching too far out on a limb. And I was surrounded by people who had mastered Reiki and it just felt like, you know what, I could, I could go down that path and still, still feel like, you know what, I haven't stepped out too far. So I started with that and just loved it. It was so, it was so awesome to be able to help people feel better and flow that energy. And right when I started doing that is when more of the guides started coming through or loved ones would come through while I was working with people, you know, and I would have a grandmother there or a beloved auntie who had passed on. So it, it kept on getting louder and louder. Um, I went forward and just stayed really curious and just asked for great mentors to be put in in my vicinity that I could learn from and that would help me with my journey. So I moved forward with holistic life coaching, with embodiment, with yoga, and really, really stayed curious and just really open to, you know what, if I'm here to help a lot of people and help them light up, then, then lead me, then then I will step forward in that way. Um, with this psychic mediumship, that happened, that really came out a couple years ago. And it was when, it was when I couldn't, I couldn't really turn it off anymore. Um, it was important for me to share my voice. And I think that's been a big part of my healing of my spiritual journey is, really sharing that gift and also helping people connect in with the divine, whether that's their loved ones or angels or guides or spirits and really helping them feel safe in doing so. So that's, that's the biggest part of my journey right now is helping people know that they can tap in and that that guidance and that love is right there for them. So, yeah.
in a nutshell, Violet, that's my journey. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And when you talked in the beginning about imaginary friends, what popped in my, my mind was I actually had someone come up to me in the last week or so and say, you know, I had these imaginary friends when I was growing up and my family thought it was really weird and crazy. And yeah. I would make them set the table for them. And they, I would talk to them as I had breakfast or lunch. She yeah. goes, do you think those imaginary friends were real? And I said, I think they were your guides. And they came yes. in a size that wasn't scary to you. That yes. was another child that was able, and they're still with you today. All you have to do is start connecting. Really? Really? That yeah. was a guide? And I'm like, yeah, I, I really believe that those imaginary friends were divine guidance that came to help you on your journey and, and be mm -hmm. with you. She goes, well, I just, my family thought it was weird. So those that are listening, if you yes. had imaginary friends when you were younger as a child, we're telling you those were guides and they're probably a hundred percent still around you in the background, waiting for you to talk to them again, just like you did when you were a child. And you can set a place at the dinner table for them mm -hmm. or at the breakfast or at the lunch, and they'll come and join you. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. And the, the greatest way to start it is just by saying, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being with me, for for supporting me when when I was a child, because they'll just light up and yeah I think that's beautiful Violet I love that she asked you that <laughs> well I love that because I, I think people think about that when they start opening their gifts again was that real did that really happen to me what really happened and for most people just like Heather um you know we had gifts when we were younger but our friends weren't talking about it our parents weren't talking about it our family wasn't talking about it. Imagine sitting in a room and you can see all these spirits standing around mm -hmm. and nobody else in the room is talking about them or noticing them and they're walking right by them. And you're like, hmm, I'm, nobody else seems to be doing this. And I don't right. want to be the only one. And I don't want to speak up if nobody else is noticing. And that's right. how we shut it down, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's also the message of like, it's not, it's not safe. Right. So, so when, when there is guidance that's coming through, if you know things, so if you're a child and you know things because you've gotten this guidance, it can, it can freak the adults out a little bit for sure. So <laughs> yeah, I think, I think that plays into it too. So well, there's this other side of this too that's also come up this week. I love when I do these shows because spirit always gives me these inside scoops to talk about. So individuals out there today that are opening their gifts. So they're going out to spirit and saying, hey, I'm ready. I want to see. I want to mm -hmm. I want to be gifted. I want to be fully blown into my gifts. And all of a sudden they blink their eyes one night when they're half asleep and they see something walk across the room and it scares them and they go Oop, right. and they close yeah. it down. So yeah. what I would tell you is if you're asking for your gifts to be open, don't be frightened when they do. And I get 
to be able to see something that you don't think that you should be able to see in a different form or whatever. I get that in the beginning. And so what I would say is just, even if you close it down to take some deep breaths and go, okay, all right, I'm good. I'm just kind of getting used to when I wake up, seeing something walk across the room. Yeah. <laughs> right. I want Absolutely. to be yeah. Mm -hmm. And so when we tell people to step in their gifts and I'm sure you do the same, how do you tell them to connect and feel yeah. safe enough to do that? So I talk to them about <laughs> knowing that they have a direct line to higher power. So they get to decide it is a, it's like, it's being in a relationship, it's being in a partnership. So you get to say, okay, I'm ready to, and whether it's seeing things or feeling things, um, I know that one of the, one of the times that, that I will vividly remember, it felt like a hand was placed on my back and I just kept breathing and I said, okay, is this, and they gave me the angel and I said, is this, I, I know that you're here thank you very much. I am just going to keep breathing through this and, and we're going to, we're going to continue this relationship, but I do just want to take one moment because it is, you know, I think there's a sense of awe or is this real or am I making this up? That's a big question that comes up for people. And I love that. Absolutely. You just tell, like, breathe through it and always remember that you are, you're building a relationship. So you get to be in, in talks with, with the divine. You get to say, okay, this is, this is great. Thank you so much for showing up in this way. And it's like that positive reinforcement. And then they're going to know, okay, so <laughs> when we show up like this, she understands it or they understand it. So, yeah. And I think that the more that you see it, the more you recognize it, the more you're in conversation with it, then it's just building up that relationship. So it gets clearer and clearer and clearer. And I think too, I think people categorize gifts a lot. And I think it's really important to know that, that each individual's gifts are going to come through in exactly the most beautiful way for them at that time. And yeah, they'll continue to change and expand, but it's just really honoring like Spirit is going to figure out how they can get a direct line to you, how you two can communicate together. And then like, once you have that, it'll continue to expand and expand, but acknowledging it is always like the first step. It's really important. So my family, uh, by the time I was 24, my parents, my grandparents, aunts and uncles, most of my family were on the other side. So when I started opening my gifts in my thirties, reopening them because they'd been open before and starting to play and work those muscles and really asking spirit to come in and really talking to spirit and bringing them in. I traveled at the time because at the time I was an executive, an HR executive, and I would travel from sites to sites. So I was always traveling and staying in hotels. And I remember the night that I was staying in a hotel room and you just kind of wake up in the middle of the night 
And your eyes are a little hazy. And I went to look across the room and my father was sitting in the chair with his feet propped up on the ottoman. And just like you say, you're like, like, uh, and as soon as I did that, it disappeared. Yeah. It went away. And Mm -hmm. so for several days, I'm like, thank you. Thank you for showing up. Mm -hmm. It was really amazing to get to see you. I didn't realize that you would sit in a room while I was sleeping and those type of things and trying to connect. And he eventually came back and said, I just love spending time with you. And so, you know, being with you when you're traveling so that you're not alone, I'm always there. Mm -hmm. You just don't always see me. And and so once I opened that dialogue and started that relationship, as she Mm -hmm. says, and telling them, yeah, that was really cool. It just kind of scared me. I mean, how many yeah, times right. <laughs> do you wake up in a hotel room and you're the only one there and there's somebody sitting next to you in the chair with their legs yeah. propped up on the ottoman? It really is true that, you know, plus sometimes they're there and you don't see them. You don't, you right. don't know that they're there and they don't know, right? They think that's the mm-hmm. full case because you haven't acknowledged in that first mm-hmm. time you acknowledge them of, oh, I see you. I hear you. Yeah. I know you're here. It also lets them know that the connection worked mm-hmm. and you were able to connect. So it's really important to have a conversation and a relationship. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see you. I hear you. I know you're here. Yeah. I know you're behind me, beside me. It's mm-hmm. building that relationship, right? So that we right. kind of know that. So it's really cool. So people are always asking me, you really see things? And yeah, I know mm-hmm. they're here. I hear them. I have all the gifts. Like they mm-hmm. all come in, but I've asked for them and I've right. worked with them over time. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't, it, it takes time. It's like practicing and working a muscle. You have to kind of work with it. Absolutely. So- and I don't think your body, if, if it just all got downloaded immediately, the moment you said yes, like it, you would fry yourself out, you know, <laughs> your body would just be like, ah, so I think that it, it takes a while for everything to integrate and for you to feel safe. And, you know, they don't want to, they, they don't want to scare you also. So yeah, it's, it's, it is that building that relationship and just letting them expand. I love that. So talk to us a little bit about your mediumship galleries. If somebody wanted to come, what are those like? How do you do group readings? So just share with us a little bit on what happens at your mediumship galleries. Absolutely. So my mediumship galleries are, it's a small group. So normally it's about eight to 10 guests at the maximum. And I channel angelic messages, spirit guides, loved ones, sometimes animals come through too. So what happens um, from the start, uh, we start by setting the space and just really creating that sacred space, calling in the highest level of love and the angels to hold that space sacred. Then I call forward uh, their loved ones, their angels, their guides, those who are aligned with the highest vibration, the highest energy that are here to sometimes help with um, 
help with closure. They could be helping with moving forward. And sometimes they want to talk about people's gifts too, which is really just phenomenal. Like one mediumship gallery, I had three animal communicators in the room that hadn't actually said they were animal communicators yet. So it was just like how you were saying earlier, how sometimes themes, you know, spirit comes in with themes. So I always believe that the divine is in charge of who comes to the gallery at what date. And, you know, sometimes there is a lot of grief. Sometimes it is loss. Sometimes it is that closure of, is my loved one okay? And what do they have to say to me right now? So with that, as the as the souls come forward, the spirits come forward, the angels come forward, they'll come through with a certain look, like they'll portray a certain look to me. Sometimes they even do certain gestures and they'll have me act it out so that this person will know who it is. And I work with that individual for, for their messages, for their person. And then when, when they are complete, the next person or angel or guide soul will come forward and we'll narrow it down to the next person in the group. Now, at the end, there's time for question and answer. So, you know, that feeling when you go, oh gosh, you know, it's five minutes later and I wish I, I wish I would have asked that. So, so I have time for people for whatever questions has popped up. Um, also, it's, it's really beautiful work because Sometimes they piggyback on each other. So a, a soul could bring in, it may have two other souls with them that maybe maybe the first soul is helping the other two come forward. And maybe there's just a sense of love or they want to express something to say a granddaughter who is sitting there. So yeah, it's, it's really beautiful work. It's done with the highest level of love and the messages help people move forward. They help them um, also know when, when spirit has been speaking to them. So, you know, for instance, they might give a certain sign or, you know, they may talk about a, a specific tree in a yard that they know this person goes to. And yes, you know, your grandfather is there, your father is there, and he loves it when you when you feed the bluebirds, like bluebirds were a thing, you know, so they get very, very specific and talk about when they are around or when that person may most feel them. So maybe it is morning coffee and they see a breeze through the window, or maybe maybe that person has been struggling with, with a life transition and they wanna come through and give reassurance that, you know what, like this is how, this is how uh, their father, their mother, their grandmother views them and how much strength they are giving them right now. So it really helps people feel not alone and it reignites their connection so that they know that when they smell that perfume or when they smell like baked cinnamon rolls, that that is spirit showing up just to give them, give them like a, 
a spirit hug or some more love flowing into their life. So yeah, it is, it's, it's really beautiful. I love my group work for sure, because there is a certain magic that happens with the messages that come through. Because even if I'm working with one person specifically, uh, the message may ring true for for three other people in the group. So it's just really beautiful how that happens. And I tell everyone, you know, if you have an inkling that a message is for you, you write that down because you know it is for you too. And also with messages, they may, it may not resonate right away, but it can show up in two weeks in four weeks and you'll have this massive aha moment of oh my gosh that is exactly what they were trying to tell you so yeah i love that and i love that and i know with both of us being mediums what i found too is spirit will sometimes show up and talk about weddings or somebody that's ill Mm -hmm. in the family or births or things that are happening to let you know that they're very aware of what's going on and that they're there for those moments or they may even, I've found that they've come to and say, hey, have you talked to such and such? Right. They're struggling with this. You need to pick up the phone and call or, you know, yeah. this is what they need to help them or tell the doctors mm-hmm. to look at this or, mm-hmm. you know, they'll come in with messages like that too as well. So, yeah. you know, they're really powerful when you have um, loved ones and teams come in because they're trying to help and trying mm-hmm. to assure you that they're okay and they're still a big part of your life and they're still hanging out with you all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I love, I love that. I love that. So, um, Heather is also a reader center and she also does one-on-one sessions. Mm -hmm. So talk to Mm -hmm. us a little bit, Heather, before we go on what type of one-on-one sessions you offer. So with one-on-one sessions, um, it is quality time, you, me, and spirit. So we sit down and it it best serves people who maybe they're going through loss or maybe they're going through a transition phase. So whether they want to connect with specific people or perhaps they want to know more about their angels, more about their guides, I really help them connect in and create um, a clearer channel for them so, so that they know that it's not just, they don't have to just be with me to get those messages that, that they can feel that confidence as they step forward and that their angels, their guides, their loved ones are there with them. Um, so it's just more, it's more in depth than say the mediumship gallery and goes into a lot more detail and I do have, I can, I can also use any of my embodiment practices, the energy healing, whatever gets called to, to come forward for them with their, with their area that they want to focus on. So yeah, the guidance normally comes through, um, well, you know, it just depends on the individual. It's, there's not, there's not a one size fits all. I never know. When I show up, I never know what's going to happen. So spirits, 
Spirit definitely takes the wheel on that and just goes over what's going to be of the highest and best for that person. Yeah. I love that. You know, people go out to my services and they're like, oh my gosh, look at all this stuff that you do. Mm -hmm. Right. And I love that I do all that stuff because I have a zillion tools, but also I love having those open sessions where you just come and I'm going to pull out whatever we need to do to work on certain things. Exactly. You know, that always kind of helps too. So I love getting to spend time with you, Miss Heather, and I love your galleries. And I know people, people just love Heather. They love to come in and get readings. She's at our center the first Sunday of the month, typically. Mm-hmm. She's our reader there. So you can always schedule an appointment at the center for the first yeah. Sunday of the month. You can always check out our event schedule for her mediumship galleries. <clears throat> Please know that they sell out usually around a month in advance. So mm-hmm. if you want to get into one of those, you want to you want to schedule really early because she tends to sell them out before the month even comes in. I think March is probably sold out. Um, and April, they're starting to sign up for. So you just got to get out there and sign up for those to get your name in the pot so that yeah. you can come and do those. Heather, thanks so much for spending time with me today. Absolutely, Violet. It's always a pleasure. I love to see your face and hang out with you. And yeah, you're such a ray of light. So thank you for all you do too. Oh, well, thank you, everyone. Thanks for watching today, our Sacred Magic Podcast. I hope you will follow and subscribe to our channel and check out the rest of our shows. And we hope to see you in person at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts in Littleton, Colorado, or either online. So have an amazing day and thanks for hanging with us today. Are you seeking an online spiritual education resource? Do you crave to know more about various topics of spirituality? Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Academy offers a wide variety of programs, including Crystal Alchemy, Tarot, The Journey of the Fool, Akashic Record Reading Certification, and much more. These online courses allow you to learn on your schedule and at your own pace. You can find out more at www.discoveryourspiritualgifts.academy. Thank you for joining us. To find out more about Violet, head over to discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. You can also send a personal message to Violet through email, violet at discoveryourspiritualgifts.com. If you love this show, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Until next time, remember, we are all meant to have abundant and joyful lives. We hope to see you soon at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts.